This episode of The Curly Critics is brought to you by our brand new merch store, found at tpublic.com, Curly Critics Pod. Link is in the description. From WBNE. Hi, I'm Carrie. And I'm Jade. And we're The Curly Critics, and today we're talking about Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. The book. The third one. Yes. This is our, f- yeah, technically our fifth installment in our Harry Potter series. My gosh, it feels like a hundred. <laughs> so, Jade, what are your thoughts? Yeah, man. <laughs> huh. Okay, so overall impression, I would say this book was very chaotic. It was all over the place. Like, it was literally, I couldn't hold on to one storyline because I was just like, what's happening? I What's going on? Somebody help me. <laughs> like, it's the whole like, oh, serious. But then, oh, the hippogriff. Oh, but what's Hermione doing over there? Oh, Draco and his arm, he's being the worst. Aw, man, Snape is also the worst. Oh, no. What? Oh, now Harry's got a map and he's going to have fun with his friends. And (laughs) the thing is that most of the plot points are connected. The, like, stories. Right, they're connected. It just... It was just a whirlwind. I was like, I don't know what's going on half the time. There were three Quidditch matches in this book. Not one, not two, three. Like, oh my gosh. Which I love those chapters. I love sportsy things, but still, I was like, good night and day. I was reading this and I was like, I would pay a million dollars to be able to read this book again for the first time. I wouldn't. I just, (laughs) the like suspense aspect of it. Like, waiting to, like, figure it out and be like, oh, Sirius is evil. Oh, wait, Sirius isn't evil. Like, that yeah, that aspect of it I don't would know. have been nice to, it's like, just... read Unraveling again. Instead of me just the whole time being like, yeah. he's not evil. Sirius is innocent. <laughs> right. I don't know. I kind of, because of the other two books, I kind of spent the whole book going, oh... Wizards of Waverly Place theme. Everything is not as it seems. Yeah. That's you know, true. and you're just like. And so everything they said, I was like, ah, it's probably wrong. <laughs> like, so, I mean, they're smart kids, don't get me wrong, but 90% of the time they have no idea what's going on. I think the biggest twist out of everything, out of this entire book, if someone, if you haven't read it yet, like, yeah, what are you, stop are you listening, listening anyway? <laughs> okay? You should have, you shouldn't have been listening to this in the first place, but turn it off, okay? The biggest twist to me was the time traveling. <laughs> I was like, this is so, like, okay, I can get behind <laughs> wizards and creatures and castles. I can get behind... Evil people coming back from the dead. I can get behind a lot of things. But then it just is like, 
time travel for two chapters and i'm like that's all right that's how we got my dad to listen to this book is we told him it had time travel in it because my dad like exclusively reads time travel books and we were like no wait dad this harry potter book has time travel in it oh yeah the time turner in this book is the most plot serving well the time turner and the weasley strip to egypt are the two most plot serving things that could possibly happen we were just like oh of course i'm like wow yeah like that's no surprise i'm like oh i wonder how this is gonna come up later i'm not mad about the time travel though like it's completely ridiculous but it would have just been incredibly sad if they like killed sirius Oh my gosh, I would have been like, you know what? He turned innocent and then you murdered him. It would be so dark. I don't, I, no. Especially like, like they spend the whole book, like at least the second half of this book, talking about like Harry's dad and being like, oh, like that whole scene where he like thinks that him throwing the Patronus is him and then he like realizes that it's actually him and then Dumbledore later is like, the end of the book is like your dad's in you the whole time and i'm like if they killed sirius that would just be like stabbing us in the chest repeatedly Honestly, we would run into her knife yeah. 10 times oh my gosh was that a yes, it was. Joke? that was hilarious <laughs> oh my gosh um so yeah there were just at one point literally one of my notes just went wow Hermione definitely watched Back to the Future, like, no doubt. That's not possible, but... I mean... Is it, though? When did Back to the Future come out? The 80s? 85. She would have been six. (laughs) She totally watched it. She totally (sighs) watched it. Now I'm just ashamed of myself that I know her birth date so well. (laughs) September 19, 1979. <laughs> Dang, she's old. Yeah. I know. Also, I, you're a freak. I just really like dates. It's an important part of world building for me. Yeah. And so, like, whenever I, like, imagine, like, a Harry Potter world with me in it, or, like, a second generation Harry Potter world, I have to know everybody's dates. I have lots of spreadsheets that have dates on them. I'm insane. But I know lots of birthdays. You could quiz me on almost yeah. anybody. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm scared. Oh. Um my notes. Yeah, are we just gonna like go Yeah. I put this the thing. The like the Weasley strip was just the most plot serving thing that could ever possibly happen. It's like how yeah. convenient that they won this prize at the exact moment that Sirius Black needed to see a rat. Yeah. I thought, so in chapter two, um, they, they were having some conversation at the Dursleys and suddenly the conversation just happens to switch to the escaped convict and I wrote, like, wow, 
She really seems to make it obvious what the actual plot is versus what's just, like, fill-in for her to get to the plot. Like, I kind of, I don't know, I kind of always feel like Quidditch is just a fill-in. It is. I never, yeah. Or, like, the Dursleys being abusive, like, that's just. Except in the next book, it's not a fill-in. Quidditch actually serves a purpose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I Don't wrote that me. in, like, chapter two. They're, like, talking about the escaped convict, and then Ampetunia's, like, acting all shifty. And I'm like, she's definitely yeah. met Sirius Black before. I mean, like, yeah. it was at this point that I started to realize that there's a lot of information in my head that I don't know if it's fan fiction or canon. While I was reading this book, there were <laughs> lots of TikTok trends that were like, the Harry Potter like fan fiction realm is just so popular that I'm realizing that like things aren't actually canon, and like some of the, and they like listed some of the things, but I was like, huh. And then I like looked up some stuff and was like, oh yeah, that's fan fiction. That's not canon. But it was at. Th- Someone definitely I mean, like, made that up. Because it's just the Harry Potter fandom. One person comes up with a good idea in fanfiction, and then just everybody just goes with it. We've been using the wrong parents' names for James Potter for, like, so long. Like, everybody just uses the wrong names. Like, it's in, like, Pottermore, what the real ones are. It's, like, Fleamont and something else. Something stupid. But everybody uses, like... I forgot the dad's name, but like Doria as the mom's name, but that's not his his actual mom's name. Just somebody just did that and now we just stick with it. What the heck? And so there's just lots of things like that. And so Petunia is like acting all shifty and I'm like, oh, she's definitely met him before. But then I was like, that's only just me making that up because we have no evidence that she did just in all the fan fictions I've read ha- she has. Oh, that's Like, I read one where there was a whole plot point where they were, like, threatening the Dursleys. It was, like, I read a lot of Hermione goes back in time and lives with the Marauders fan fiction. And so it's, like, Hermione knows it's going to happen. So, like, Hermione got them to, like, threaten the Dursleys. It was a whole thing. Oh, my gosh. But it's also, like, Petunia's sister married Sirius's best friend. They must have met at yeah. some point. So it's not that far-fetched. Yeah. That's the most normal of the things that I've realized are not canon in my head. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so disappointed in past me. I made a note that said, Voldemort in black remind me of Palpatine and Darth Vader. I'm just so disappointed. I really fell into that trap, <laughs> didn't I? Also, you're not wrong. Mm. I mean, Darth Vader ends up being good in the end. That's what I mean. But Black didn't kill all the younglings. That's fair. Huh. I still stand by Voldemort being Palpatine, though. He just, like, will not die. Yeah. I liked... And whenever they're on the train and, like, the Dementors come and everybody's, like, freaking out and, like, Harry passes out, there's, like, one sentence about how Jenny's reacting really bad. 
and I was like, we love the attention to detail as just like a little reminder that like, just so you know, last year Jenny was literally possessed by a dark lord. <laughs> yeah. And also this, I do, yeah, this like do little remembrance of like Jenny's had really terrible things in her past and so is Harry. I just realized the, oh, what's that thing called? The thing that Harry gets and Ron's like, no, it doesn't work. It kept screwing up. Yeah, I just realized. Nothing in this book is an accident. Which is both annoying and exciting. Because all the obvious things are like, duh. But then there are little things like that. And all of the divination lessons, all of them come true. The one that made me so mad was everyone was like, OMG, Lupin's a werewolf? That's crazy. And I was like, are you serious right now? Did anyone take Latin? Has <laughs> anyone ever heard a Latin word before? Like, are you are you stupid? Hermione, are you dumb? Are you dumb? I have to look something up now to see if it's actually canon or if it's another fan fiction thing. <laughs> I'm just like... That's all that reminded me of. I'm so mad. Okay, this is canon. But his... So Remus Lupin is like wolf-wolf. And his Patronus is a wolf. Okay. So it's just like... She was not hiding the fact that he was a werewolf at all. It was just like, I'm going to name him Wolf McWolfie. And then his Patronus is going to be a wolf. And oh, by the way, he's a werewolf. Uh, and when he was like scared by the thing it was literally just the moon i just when hermione said that i was like are you kidding me right now and then like snape comes in day of the full moon and makes them write an essay and like teaches him about werewolves because he's a spiteful little but like how did only hermione notice She's the only one that wrote it. But I mean, like, did nobody else pay attention in class? Probably not. They were all just freaking out about having to do homework and crap. Fair. This book, I just, just, I didn't really like Hermione in this book. I thought she cried yeah, so she much. Was, Among Us is very popular right now, so she was very sus. I was just gonna say, because she, like, multiple times, she just, like, cried. Which is like a valid response to being over. Yeah, I mean, she was literally traveling back in time to do a million classes at once. I was like, I've known people who've taken 20 hours at once in a semester and have literally just become a shell of a person. So I relate, man. She's 13 and doing that crap. No. Like, I got it. I was like, nah, man. I understand. I get it. Yeah, but it's just, like, every time, like, Ron made fun of her, she, like, turned around and cried. Or they, like, got into fights, and I'm like, honey. But I guess I do have to remember that she's 13 and going through puberty. (laughs) Yeah. That was the other thing with, like, Harry being so annoying. I was like, he's a 13-year-old boy trying to get his life together. I understand. He's angsty. I get it. Oh, just wait. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh also, just, just Snape, this whole book was super annoying. 
Yeah. He's like a 30-something-year-old man acting like a 12-year-old. Yeah, he's like, so spiteful and so like, oh, you're my worst enemy, you 13-year-old like, boy. Harry, Hermione, and Ron acted more mature than him this entire book. Especially at the end when he was like, I got, I got, like, got him, I got serious. And then, really, like, he tried to kill you once, but, like, calm down. Oh, my gosh. I totally called this. On page 61, Mr. Weasley says, Black's not going to be caught by a 13-year-old wizard. And my, my comment was, um, Mr. Weasley, I don't know if you've been reading the books or not, but, like... <laughs> And then it just ended. That was my comment. I mean, it's fair. He's not keeping up with his literature. No, he's not. He's not reading the books. Like, come on, dude. I saw a TikTok yesterday that was like, it was Percy Jackson going head to head with Harry Potter. And it was like, well, can you do this? And so it's like, Harry, per, uh, Percy's like, well, was your mom kidnapped when you were 11? And then Harry's like, well, did your parents die when you were one? And then, like, back and forth. And then Percy's like, did you, like, have to save the world? And then Harry's like, yeah. And then Percy goes, did you have a prophecy about you? Yeah. And then Harry goes like, yeah. And I was like, that's so funny. I'm not even surprised at this point. I'm like, it's so similar I don't... I really, really liked Ron in this book. Yeah. He was so good. Oh, yeah. I wrote down page number. <laughs> you made me cry. It's mine. It's mine. This, page 172, when Hermione, like, raises her hand and, like, answers his question, and, like, Snape is, like, a little jerk, and then Ron's like, you asked her a question, and she knows the answer. Like, why ask... That's, like... The movie screws it up. It's one yeah. of those, like, very, like, pinpointed lines where people are like, remember Aww. when the movies messed up, mo- like, messed up Ron? But it was nice to see that on paper, as that's the way it was supposed to be. Hmm. Dang it. Yeah. Also, um, Oliver Wood, this entire book. I love him. It's so good. There are things... Him literally just sobbing. I'm like, stop. I love you. I was reading this book and like I knew what was there was going to be like three key moments that I like texted Jane. And I was like, these are going to be really good. It was Oliver crying in the shower. Hermione. <laughs> we think he's trying <laughs> to drown himself. Hermione. <laughs> punching or like slapping Draco. And there was another Oliver quote. Was it the one where he was like, He's like, I didn't care as long as he won. And then, I don't know, I don't remember. Yeah, he's like sarcastically trying to retell like, oh, we're trying to get your um, broomstick back. And McGonagall right, wouldn't right, right, let right. me. And she, She's yeah. Like, thinks you would have died or something like that. She thinks that I think getting the Quidditch cup is more important than your life and i was like i mean don't you but then also 
her McGon- her reaction, Professor McGonagall, that entire Slytherin Gryffindor Quidditch chapter was uh, Lee so Jordan. Good. Oh my gosh, I love Lee Jordan more than anyone. My favorite. Well, besides Oliver, but like my favorite like fan theory is that like Snape and McGonagall have the secret like rivalry about Quidditch and so I'm just imagining that game where like right before Snape is like I bet you one galleon that we win and then at the end like McGonagall like completely loses her mind yeah she just I ripped down the page number because it was just so good I laughed so hard oh my gosh she's like fully sobbing it says (laughs) <laughs> Professor McGonagall was sar- sobbing harder even than Wood, wiping her eyes with an enormous Gryffindor flag. Oh my gosh. And then Wood was speeding toward him, half blinded by tears. And he seized Harry around the neck and sobbed unrestrainedly. I love him. Uh, oh my he's gosh. Just, he's so good. I just want to hear all the words Lee Jordan said over the megaphone. I just find that so amusing. Yes. Like, McGonagall stops trying. She's like, yeah, I mean, he's a dirty little... (laughs) I love it. So good. The Quidditch chapters are great because they're mostly filler. But then you, like, see, like, people's personalities in it. And you're like, this is amazing. Yeah. You get, like, more character development, but, you know, it's not really plot. It'll just kind of be referenced later. Yeah. Like, oh, remember when Malfoy pretended to be a Dementor? And it's like, this is, like, Quidditch is an important part of going to school. Yeah. And, like, later on, I think from this point on, Quidditch gets more important, if I remember correctly. It's really important next book, and then... There's a scene in book six that's like that follows because of a Quidditch thing. Book. My whole thing is like. Right when, like, right before he got the snitch, when Malfoy was right there, the way she wrote it, I don't know how he got to it first. I didn't either. I was like reading it and I was like, there's no way he's gonna get this. And then he got it. And so I'm like. Okay. Yeah. I was like, how? I don't... It's fine. No need to dwell on the past, I suppose. Basically, he just, like, dove off of his broom to catch it. Yeah. I guess. I don't... I don't know. Um... Oh my gosh. A boggart is a shapeshifter that turns into the thing you fear most and is only defeated by laughter. I wonder if that will come in handy later. Cue Dora the Explorer theme. If you ever just want a glimpse into my notes, that's what it's like. But it like. didn't come back in this chapter, right? In this book. Um... Like, they mentioned it briefly for the, like, final, for the exams at the end. 
Yeah. And when they were Dementor training. But. I mean, I guess. Interesting. I don't know. I just liked Snape in a dress. I'm just. Can't wait for you to see that on screen. <laughs> oh my gosh. I want to see Alan, Alan Rickman, Rickman in a dress. Ah. Okay, also, just all of Professor Tolani's predictions come true. Yeah, they're like weird. Yeah, and Dumbledore gives her credit for two. That's so funny well, to me. They're like weird things that she just says. I told you there was a prophecy. Yeah. That's the other one. But he's like, one of us will leave us around Easter. And then she keeps talking about the Grimm the whole time. Yeah. Like, Harry sees a Grimm. And then Harry looks. But it wasn't a Grimm, was it? Not technically. <laughs> he, <laughs> Unless there's something I don't know. Because, like, it's supposed to be the omen of dying. But it wasn't. It was just serious. But isn't a Grim just a big black dog? I don't know. I'm Googling it. <sighs> Fine. Okay. It says, the Grim is the omen of death. The Grim takes the shape of a large, black, menacing, spectral dog. Oh. So, like, technically she was right, but technically she was wrong? Oh, yeah. It's prophecies. You can say whatever you want. Oh, my god. But the thing that really got me is the crystal ball at the end for Harry's, like, exam. Where she's like, what do you see? And he's like, I see a, a hippogriff. She's like, is it dead? And he's like, no, it's alive. And then she's like, oh, that's sad. I guess you can do better next time. But then the hippogriff lives. That's crazy. But he was also, like, just saying whatever he wanted. He was just saying what he wanted to see, but he wasn't actually seeing anything. But, like, good point. I mean, yeah, but you're still right. Yeah. And, like, when Neville um... breaks the cup and she's like... Get the blue ones next time. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Loop in this whole book where he's just like trying to pretend like he doesn't know what's going on, but he also knows exactly what's going on the whole time. I just I can't wait for you to see the scene where Snape catches the map. Oh my god. There's so much sass in that scene from everyone. Like in Well, you can even hear it in the yeah. book. I was like, holy crap, this is insane. When he says insane. like from the manufacturers, all I can hear is the way Alan Rickman says that. Oh my god. And just like there's like a lot of like Chills. sassy eye contact that goes on. Oh yes. Also the quote where Harry's like, My dad didn't strut and I don't either. Is like a meme. It's a huge meme. Because it's like Harry goes, My dad didn't strut and in the like in heaven, Lily and James are like, Yes he did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. 
And then Lupin goes. Yeah, I've met the creators. They would have thought it was funny to, like, lure you out of the school. I'm like, yes. You little... I just understood the hundred Dementors, too. What is going on? The what? When the hundred Dementors were at the Quidditch game. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like, they were there. Wait. No, maybe I don't. Why were they all there? Because he was there, right? He said he was watching. Yeah, but he was a dog. Dumbledore said it was because they got hungry and there was a lot of happiness there. Bull. He was there. Yeah. That's why. They knew. I, for some reason, I thought it was because they knew Sirius had given him the broom, but that didn't make any sense. But, like, it's a nice theory. (laughs) There's also lots of memes that are, like, how did Fred and George figure out how to open the map? Like, how did they figure out the words, I solemnly swear I'm up to no good? Because wouldn't they just say that in normal speech? How often do you say the words I solemnly swear I'm up to no good, Jade? I'm not British. I don't know. You're British people. They're from like the 70s. They say weird words that don't make any sense. These books take place in the 90s, Jade. You don't know. Yes, I do. I know everybody's birthdays. (laughs) (laughs) Fred Uh. was born on April 1st. Oh my gosh, of course they were. That one's not even hard to remember. That one's just... Honestly, just reading this. Yo, what the heck is wrong with Snape, honestly? He's just <laughs> really PMSing this whole book. I just... Honestly, after all three books, I still can't believe he would do anything truly malicious to kill anybody unless he thought it was for the good of something. Unless he was getting something out of it. Yeah. Because really the only reason he wanted to get serious was for the honors. He really wanted to get serious because... He just wanted to apprehend his childhood bully. That too. It was purely for selfish reasons, but he never, like, everyone's always like, OMG, he's the worst, but, like, he is, but there's always something else happening, and you're like, I mean, I can, I can see that, I guess. I'm gonna stay really quiet, <clears throat> and we'll revisit this in three books. <laughs> Six books, four books. <sighs> I mean, I I still just... He's the worst. I just... Draco's the worst. The Malfoys, in general, are the worst. Slytherins? I'm not a fan. Yeah, that's what they want you to think. Okay, I know we've had this discussion before, but still, like, literally, your mascot's a snake, man. Like... Yeah. There's so many things... I just know more things than you. (laughs) Also, it doesn't help the fact that I'm a Hufflepuff at heart and 
They just do bad things. They're just Makes your little mean. Hufflepuff heart sad. Yes, it does. <laughs> like him bullying poor Neville. Yeah, I'm like, he didn't do anything One of the to things you. that drives me the most insane about Snape is that he's selfish, he's ridiculous, he's trapped in the past, but he spends his entire time bullying Harry and Neville. Which is not yeah. what a teacher should do, ever. Well, no. Uh, yeah. And it, like, it just proves the point that Harry just keeps getting abused no matter right. where and he it's goes. Like, Snape bullies Neville so bad that S- Snape is Neville's worst fear. Oh, that hurt. Yeah. That, uh, that hurt. So I just... I'm like... I honestly thought he was going to say his grandma, so. Yeah. And it's like, Snape, honestly, as far as canon goes, has no reason to hate Neville. No. Except Just... for, like, a technicality that you don't even know about yet. But oh. but for the most part, there's no reason for Snape to be that mean to Neville. He just is like, Neville's stupid, let's make fun of him. Which is the exact opposite yeah. of what a teacher should do. A teacher should be like, oh, you're struggling. Let me encourage you and show you that you still have potential. But whoever argued that Snape was a good teacher. I just, he's a crappy person, too. That's all I'm trying to say. Well, yeah. Now, okay. Listen, now I understand... The quotes that everyone, like, tattoos on their bodies. Solemn square. Up to no good and mischief managed. I get it. I don't know why people make such a big deal about it. It's a... I was thinking about this. The fandom is obsessed with the Marauders because we don't know that much about them. So it's a pretty open playing field. And so you can write fan fiction and people will read it. Because we all want content. We all want Marauders content. But you don't have to worry about being out of character. Or being like, haha, this character wouldn't act like that in this situation. Because we don't know! Yeah. And so it's just, basically, collectively, over the past, like, 15 years. I don't know how long Harry Potter's been out. The fandom has just created their own book series. About the Marauders. I mean, Star Wars did the same thing, so... Yeah. I mean... But not, like, actual books. Yeah, actual books. No, I mean, Harry Potter's not actual books. It's just fan fiction. I was like, do you want a box? (laughs) I got really defensive right then. I'm on the same page with you about the EU, Jade. (laughs) I know, I forgot. I'm sorry. But... Just, like, the things that are, like, ooh, the fandom collectively decided that Sirius' middle name is Orion. But there's no evidence. <laughs> we never know oh what his middle name gosh. is. That was one That's of the TikToks. So... It's like, I completely forgot that his middle name is not actually Orion. That's so funny. Because we just created this whole world that we all accept as fact. Yeah. And I love it. I love the characters that the fandom has created. <laughs> The Marauders are the biggest fandom power move. We just took them straight out of J.K. Rowling's arms and we're like, no, these are our babies now. 
Yeah. That's fine. It's how it should be. Um, let's see. Chapter 10 was just a hot mess. Let me tell you. Because it's got those quotes in it. And then Harry's, like, sneaking around, doing the things. And I just, I thought this was so funny that they go to the, whatever, the bar, basically, Mm And I'm like, of course the teachers show up. Of course they hear this entire conversation. Of course Flitwick gets a Shirley Temple. <laughs> like, all of these things make sense to me. And, like, it just made me think. I just had this vivid memory of when I went to community college. And one of the, it was probably, like, November. Like, I had just started going, just started making friends. And the power went out to the entire school. Like, we couldn't get in because the doors are electric sliding doors to everywhere you go. And for, like, two hours, they were like, oh, maybe we're going to have school. It's just going to be delayed. And finally, they're like, nah, just kidding. We're not going to have school. We're going to cancel for the day. And so me and all the other music majors go to the nearby coffee shop and start talking about our homework and our professors And, of course, they show up, too, because they also don't have school. And we're like, oh, no. And they sit within earshot. And I'm like, this is exactly what this is like. I wish we could have hidden behind a tree and just been like, yeah, it's fine. Just the fact that they go to a crowded bar and are just, like, gossiping about black and, like, saying things that, like, nobody knows. For everyone to hear. That's, like, super confidential stuff. Yeah. It's, like, I mean, like, most people who knew, like, James, Sirius, and Remus as, like, school kids would know that they were best friends. So it's, like, that's not super confidential. But then it's, like, then he did all these things. And he was Harry's godfather. And, like, all of the stuff. And I'm, like... And Harry's, how Harry's just sitting under the table, like, please kill me. <laughs> just end me now. <laughs> how could it get worse? And so, of course, chapter 11, I literally say, Harry went from Batman to defense attorney in two pages. <laughs> Dead parents and vengeful to, oh, let's save this bird thing. <laughs> Harry's, I just... Harry's a lot more <laughs> short-fused than I remember him to be. Yeah. And I don't know if that goes away, and if that's why I'm forgetting about it, but, like, in the first three books, it's been very much, like, somebody says one mean, one mean thing to him or his family, to him or about his family or friends, and he's, like, fully ready to box them. Yeah, it's all caps after that. I'm like... Like, literally. You need to calm down. You're, like, four feet tall, maybe. You haven't eaten a real meal since you were, like, one. (laughs) What are you gonna do? But can... Can you blame him for being an angsty 13-year-old without parents who were murdered by this 
serial killer guy who's also trying to murder him at this particular instance. I mean, I like, can't- He's like, oh yeah, I'm totally chill about this guy wanting to murder me. I'm like, no, you're not. You're literally like trying to fight everybody. <laughs> I mean, I can't personally relate to that situation, but I can imagine- <laughs> personally relate to being basically batman but a wizard but like i can try who's also yeah dang i really called this one out i was like why do i get the feeling that the cat is helping black Mm. really there are so many fan theories about things Okay, I wasn't sure how to say it, so I was like... People took this book and oh, really wait. went for it. They, like, ripped apart every page. <laughs> just, like, a fan theory for literally everything in this book. <laughs> I just... Okay. The one thing that disappointed me, and I think I said this when we were talking about the last one. You're like, what do you predict will happen in this one? I really wanted to believe that they actually went to Azkaban. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's what she said. And I... I'm very, I was very disappointed the entire book because I knew that that's not where it was headed. And I was yeah, like, you said it. And I was like, eh. <laughs> like, I really, I was really down for that. I was imagining the, um, when they go to Alcatraz in whatever movie, it's fine. I don't know. I just, I have really vivid images of Azkaban so now I'm like do they go there in the movie maybe in a movie do they talk about it later oh yeah Azkaban never goes away (laughs) oh okay well that's fine I keep saying Azkaban like a a French dessert (laughs) I don't know Someone make Azkapan and tell me how it is. Does it have a lot of powdered sugar? Probably. I flipped to a random page and it was just the Slytherin Gryffindor match. And it was just like talking about Charlie. And I was like, oh yeah, Charlie's one mention for the next three books. Poor Charlie. Yeah. He deserves better. It's fine. Probably. I was like, OMG, the fire salamanders are like the ones in Frozen 2. It's so cute. Anyways. The scene, okay, let's talk about the Shrieking Shack. The whole, like, scene is ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Sirius is so dramatic. He, like, shows up. He, like, kidnaps Ron. Like, fully Breaks fully his kidnaps leg. Ron, breaks his leg. He does feel a little guilty about it. But he kidnaps Ron, and then, of course, Hermione and Harry follow him. And then Sirius is yeah. like, I knew you would come. And then he's like, only one person will die tonight. I'm like, Sirius! <laughs> just use words that people will understand. It just... Anytime something, like, some dumb villain scene happens... <laughs> 
All I can think about is Doofenshmirtz from Phineas and Ferb. And every time they would point out like, man, I've been explaining my plan for the past five minutes. You should have already defeated me by now. Like that's the kind of I breaking the fourth wall that I need. Like, I just need Harry to go, you know, you've been talking about this plan for a long time. I should really do something about it. But it's like that whole scene, Sirius is like, only one person's going to die today. And then Lupin shows up and doesn't make the situation any better. He's like, he's like figuring out everything out with Sirius in the most Hermione is shrieking. In the most cryptic way possible that only Sirius and Lupin understand what's going on. And so then they, when they're yeah. both on the same page, Snape shows up and is like, at this point, Hermione and Harry are kind of like, maybe something's going on. So then they like knock Snape out. And then it takes, yeah, that then was it takes nice. like three like, more yes. chapters before everybody's on the same page. <laughs> yeah, they finally, after everything, after everything, they're like, all right, we'll tell Ron as soon as he wakes <laughs> up. I'm like... What the heck is going on right now? I just... <sighs> it's just a very long scene where it would have been so easy for Sirius to just walk in and be like, I need the rat. It's actually your dad's other best friend, Peter Pettigrew, that you thought was dead, but who only faked his death. See, he's missing a toe. But instead he goes... <sighs> yeah, I thought that part was Only cool. one person dies today. Ha ha ha. And then it goes on for two chapters. They're all just standing in this room. Ron's dying with a broken leg. I'm like, how are you not screaming? He's like trying to pounce on people. I'm like, sit down. Sit down, Ronald. (sighs) That should be the audio clip. (laughs) I hate everything. I'm so upset. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm choking. I'm so upset because that just reminded me of Hamilton. <laughs> oh my god! Like, Sit down, John. Which yes, now reminds literally? me of 1776. Oh no! Don't go down that okay, spiral. Black. I when I was reading this, I was like, Jay knows that I like these characters. And Sirius Black is a villain for, like, 75% of this book. <laughs> no, more like 90%. And I was like, Jade's gonna think I'm insane. <laughs> you are insane! You know everyone's birthday! I can't remember. I stand I by that Sirius's statement. exact date. If that makes you feel God. better. It does. <laughs> I know what year and what month. Now I have to look it up. Oh my gosh. I All I put was the Marauders map is roasting Snape. I can't breathe. <laughs> oh, I got the date wrong. Like, how did he not know? How did he not know it was them when he was reading it? He's like, oh, duh. well, he did. That's why he was like, maybe he got it directly from the manufacturers to Lupin. Oh, man, I'm dumb. Because, like... Don't worry about it. I mean, again, I don't know if this is canon or real life. 
I feel like it's real life. But in like all fan fictions, they're not subtle about using the nicknames. Yeah. So it's like everybody would know what their nicknames were. They would just know that they're part of some weird club. Yeah. And like Severus is like their number one stalker would obviously know their nicknames. It's I said, honestly, if the movie ended right after they won the Quidditch Cup, I wouldn't even be mad. (laughs) Like, that's such just, like, a victory moment where I'm like, it's so, it just made me all warm and fuzzy. And I was like, if it just ended there, I'd be fine. I'm not sure the Quidditch Cup is in the movie. There what? are three Quidditch matches in this book, Jade. You don't think them winning the cup is the most important? I didn't direct the movie. <laughs> Calm down. No! It's so, like, or, I don't... There's definitely Quidditch in it. I just don't remember which one. Well, yeah, but this is literally the most important game ever. They haven't won this in seven years. I don't know what to tell you. Charlie is not even. I think we need to. Charlie's fight. not even in the movies, so how are we supposed to know they haven't won in seven years? He's only kind of important. He like helps dragons, I think. Jake. This is the episode where Carrie fights me. It's okay, Jade's gonna fight me back. Wins. Yeah. Uh, okay, no. I found in the book where Ron fell in love with Hermione. I did. Do yes. you wanna know? <laughs> <laughs> when she slapped Malfoy, of course. Right. That's when. Literally, right after that, he's like. Oh. That's when the fandom. Oh yeah. That's when the fandom says Draco fell in love with Hermione. Oh no. We can talk no. about this later, like four books from now. There's I just a lot of fan fiction worlds like... that I want to tell you about. I have a lot of TikToks saved that I want to show you, but I can't yet. <laughs> I noticed in this yeah. book, and I'll bring it up in more detail next book, but she just, like, casually name drops some people that are really important in the next couple books that I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely skimmed over all of those. Yeah. In case you were wondering. Yeah, I didn't... Unless it's, like, Lavender. I remember that yeah, one. she comes back up. Okay, good. I like that name. It's a nice name. But, um, Cedric Diggory and Cho Chang. Oh, yeah. Those were the two. But I was like, those are going to be important later on. (laughs) I've heard Cedric's name. You've said that name before. Or I've, like, edited a fan fiction you wrote with him in it. And I was like, I've seen that. Hmm. You just... Unless I'm totally making it up. I don't think it would be for me. He's not one of my typical fan fiction names. We'll get back to that. The fandom really, really likes Cedric. 
And I just don't get it. That's probably it. So, we'll get back to it. Let's see. Aw, serious defending Harry in all caps. Anytime things get all caps, like, that doesn't usually happen in books. She does it a lot, that though. That usually happens when I write like, books. Hmm. Or at least when I wrote books when I was 12. <laughs> right, but even in a lot of, like, Rick Riordan, he maybe only does that a couple times. And you know it's, like, Aries. You know. I like it, though. I like the italics, the yeah. caps. It makes it more entertaining oh, yeah. to read. I keep just yeah, for randomly sure. skipping to the Quidditch final chapter. Which apparently isn't in the movie. I don't remember. I'll watch it again later and let you know. Dude, you said you watched this movie like a hundred times. I remember that there's a Quidditch I... game in it. I just don't remember which one it is. Literally, it's only one. I'm going to fight someone. Jade, Quidditch is not the most important part of these books for me. Um, stop. <laughs> <laughs> We've almost gotten into so many fights. Oh, yeah. Keep talking about your notes. <laughs> okay, I'm scrolling through them. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Harry is sparing Peter's life for James' friends. I'm not crying. You are. <laughs> That that Gosh. line where she's like, I don't think my dad would want them to become killers for you, stabbed me in the chest. My heart. I was like, I can't. He gets it as a 13-year-old. And then, like, I don't even... right after that, where Sirius is like, you really are your father's son. And I'm like... <laughs> and then he's like, hey, come live with me. I'm like, okay, that's a little creepy, but... Yeah. Like... Part it was of me creepy. is like, oh, that's so sweet. He gets away from the Dursleys, but yes. also he's like, you've known this guy for like twenty minutes, and an hour ago you thought he was a murderer. Yeah, and now you want to live with him, and you're like, this is the better alternative to my abusive. Yeah, all right. <laughs> he wants to go live with a potential murderer, but who's also his godfather instead of his abusive other family. At the end of the book, where he's like. Yeah, I got this from my godfather. Yeah, he's a convicted criminal, but he escaped and he's on the loose. <laughs> and I'm like, genius. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. At me saying, Snape, I swear if you screw this up, I will fight you. Let's see. Um... Oh, and my very last note is in all caps. Of course it is. Sirius gave him permission to visit Hogsmeade. I'm not crying, you are. Like, honestly, that just hit me, man. I was like, oh, oh, man. Oh, that hurt. Yeah. I just, I love them so much. Yes. Remus Lupin. Is what I want my future husband to be when he's Remus Lupin's age. And I'm also Remus Lupin's age. I just want to marry Professor Jade. But that particular one? Yes. Without the werewolfness. And the poverty. Sure, but. Like. 
Is it something where I, like, need to see him? Uh, in the movie? Maybe. Or do you just mean as a person? Maybe both. Because I... Like, if you said Oliver, I'd totally understand. But... <laughs> I just want to marry Professor Jade. Okay, I, I get that. I understand. I was watching a TikTok, and it was like... Okay, if Remus Lupin, or if any of the, if all of the Hogwarts professors, like, taught, like, normal classes, like, not wizarding classes, what classes would they teach? What would Remus Lupin teach? Um. Crap. I have to find this TikTok. I don't. Hmm. Every time I do this all the time. I ask you questions and you just literally break. Philosophy. See, I would say history, but that's good. That's also good. Because he literally teaches everyone to face their fears in a class. In one singular class, he teaches everyone to face their darkest fears and i'm like holy crap that's some philosophy stuff yes i found one and it had him like not teaching anything like studious and i can't remember what it is i don't think i liked it but i i'm 100 percent for philosophy now okay everyone's gonna have to find me who says anything else so. I'm on board. That's the, like, he's Good. like, we don't have to find dirty, now. like, I read essays for fun kind of professor. Which is like philosophy <sighs> by. Like somebody I know. Hey, leave me and my theology books alone, Jade. <laughs> you have spreadsheets for fun. I barely know how to make those. You can blame my dad for that. I'm just saying. I'm going to send you my spreadsheet later. <laughs> oh my gosh. You have a spreadsheet for this podcast. Yeah. You have several. How else am I going to keep our rankings organized? You write them down. What if I lose the piece of paper? Well, don't and it won't do calculate that. the averages for me. Work just smarter, not harder, Jade. I am old-fashioned, and you know that. My dad would be so upset with you right now. Do you have any more thoughts about this book, Jade? <sighs> well, you see. Um. <laughs> if you You can't see this podcast right now, but I'm wearing Harry Potter glasses don't tell my brother they're his. Okay. I need to move my face so the glasses aren't showing a glare because you're about to take a picture of me. But this should be very ASMR right now. You're very close. My voice to is very nice. Yes, I am. Okay. Do you have something to say? Is it weird now? Yes. Uh. <laughs> Help. I've been reading this book all day. Um. So, 
I read like 300 pages today, so I'm falling apart. Mentally, physically, I can't feel my brain anymore. That's how I feel, except this is just Thursday of Hell Week. I have a 12-page paper due tomorrow and and a presentation. That's how I understand. Every time she talks about, like, finals week in Hogwarts, I'm just like, yes, I feel that. I so feel that. I'm like, wow. Literally, Hermione can't be spoken to without falling apart. Literally, like I I got so stressed out today that my body literally shut down. I've been so exhausted for the past, like, four hours. (laughs) Yeah. Like... It, I don't even know. And they make that they do that to eleven year olds. I can't handle yeah. it as a twenty one year old. No, I don't understand. Again, Hermione was literally breaking the laws of time and physics to do this, so that was her own fault. She's dumb. Anyway, it's fine. I have anything else to say? I'm really excited to watch this movie. It's like, I want to watch it right now, but I can't. Such a good movie. I I'm so adore it. Ready. They look the best in this movie. All of the actors. Hermione's hair oh, is the good. best that it'll ever look. Oh, yes. Not that Hermione's hair I'm looks so bad. <laughs> well, in the first movie. Movie four is known for Notoriously. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire in the year that nobody cut their hair. Because they all just have ridiculously long hair in the next movie, and it makes no sense. Neat. But um, that was a useless fact that you didn't need to know. Maybe they were just all in quarantine and they couldn't get haircuts. In 1994? Or, yeah. I don't know, like 2005? Yes. Date is lost on me. Well, okay. I have glasses on now. I am smart. How would you rank this book, Jade? <laughs> oh, man. I was trying to think oh, about it. It is 2005. I'm so smart. Dude, you're scary. <laughs> like, you're frightening. I l- this should have been our Halloween Literally episode. Literally have a degree Goodness. in engineering, Jade. Numbers are my thing. <laughs> What's a number? <laughs> how do you? Jade, Jade only knows how to count to four. Shut up. You're right. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, I feel like this is too low. I was gonna say six and a half. Is that your final answer? I'm stressed out about it. I don't know. I feel like. It was good, and I liked it. It was just really hard to get myself to sit down and just read it. Like, it was... I don't know why it was so hard. I think just because I knew the pattern of, oh, yeah, everything is not what it seems. Ha ha ha. Because it isn't. And I was like, oh, I just know I'm going to make all these guesses and be completely wrong. And lo and behold, I only guessed like two things right. So I was like, this isn't fun for me. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like, I wasn't having a good time. I love the Quidditch chapters. It was just hard to, like, keep going. And especially during, like, the pivotal scene of them all in the shack. I'm like, nah, this ain't it, fam. And then the time travel, I'm like, it's going downhill. It's just getting worse. So, but I still kind of liked it. And it gave me happy feelings. So six and a half. You give you happy feelings and you give it a six and a half? Yeah, I feel like I save the best things for nines and tens. Fine. I'm giving it an eight. <laughs> what? The book? You are giving this book an eight. Yes. It's not my favorite book, but it makes me very, very happy. There were multiple times like, reading this book that I was just smiling with the book over my face. Yeah, there were some parts where I was like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Like, oh, Harry's so sassy. Or, oh my gosh, when Malfoy's screaming that he's dying. <laughs> I was like, that is hilarious to me. Like, ah, I'm dying, I'm dying. And everyone's like, no, you're dumb. Yeah. Because he is dumb. But like, I don't know. <sighs> I feel like I'm going to like the movie more, even with the lack of Quidditch, which I'm going to be very mad about. <laughs> you really crushed your dreams with that. You know what? I'm going to go up to a seven. <gasps> yes. Just because I will feel really bad later on if I don't. There's a lot of Quidditch, which I really like. There's a lot of Oliver. I got, Hermione's kind of weird. I got bad news for you, Jane. What? Oliver's graduating. <laughs> no. Don't say that. Yeah. I get to see his pretty face one more time. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Don't look at me. <laughs> I'm going to fall apart. All right. Don't worry. So I gave it an eight. You gave it a seven. That gives us a seven and a quarter. Seven and a third. I know math. Oh, because of your ranking system. Yeah, you get doubled. Yes. Yeah. Because I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. It's bad when even one of the creators is confused as to what's going on. I stole the ranking system. It's not mine. I still am confused most of the time. That means. So. I mean, me too. That the books have been getting going. The books have been increasing in ranking. Average? What are the words? The first book was 5.3 and the second one was 5.5 and this one is a 7.3. It definitely was a lot better. It was still hard to get through though. Like, just knowing that I had to get through the next chapter i was like this kind of sucks <laughs> yeah well but like once i was in it i was like okay this is this is pretty good there's some good one-liners there's still some good writing going on some a little not as good it's fine but now i can send you all of my marauder memes oh no. i've been collecting I've been them for months <laughs> 
I've audience, I've made a mistake. This is, I just I kept telling Jade. I was like, just get to this book so you'll understand what I talk about half the time. And then we can move on with our lives. If you hate it and don't want to continue. But now we have to continue. We're in too deep. You <laughs> lied to me. You tricked me. I'm sorry, do you, I feel so deceived. Do you want to give up? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting through this past book was like torture. I don't know. It wasn't torture. It was fine. Okay, I think we need to end here. We're both losing our minds. I'm falling apart. Yes, that's true. Alright. I started eating these glasses because I'm going insane. Okay, so that was our episode on Prisoner of Azkaban. Our next episode will be over the movie. Yes. Mira, I have lots of things to say. We'll talk about my love of Remus Lupin some more. And yeah. then... Maybe it'll make more sense. We'll have the funeral for Oliver. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what am I gonna Just do? Kidding, he doesn't die. But like... <laughs> ah. Okay. What if he did? Literally, what... What would I do? <laughs> Jade's gonna think herself into a really deep hole now, so... He tried to drown himself in the shower! <laughs> Rank us five stars. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Curly Critics Pod. Curly Critics Pod. Hopefully I won't fall apart by the next time we get together, but... Honestly... <laughs> I... <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen. All right. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. On drugs. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to check out this podcast from the WBNE Network. Hi, my name is Mary Clay, and on That's What I'm Talking About, I'm experiencing Lord of the Rings for the very first time. I read the books, and now I'm almost done covering the movies. In a few weeks, I move on to reading The Hobbit, but there will always be a special place in my heart for Faramir. It is Faramir. I love him. In a weird way in which I both want to marry him and adopt him. (laughs) (laughs) He needs somebody to love him. I don't care how or who. He just needs somebody to love him. I volunteer as tribute. (laughs) Faramir, you have shown us your quality, sir. The absolute highest. That's what I'm talking about. New episodes every Tuesday, wherever you get podcasts.